welcome to Soulful Sunday. And today we have with us Irene Sharon. She is an author, a photographer, a world traveler, and she's got a lot of information for us this whole week. And today she's going to start us off with because she wrote a book called Mary Moon, and it's all about Mary and her life and and how kind of inspired you with the life in and. Uh, I'll just turn it over to Mary and then turn it over to Irene and let you go back to the book and give some insight about, about Mary and how she knew about being mother. Hi, Irene. Hi. Thanks, Teresa. This is the book, and the book is totally about Mary. This book is uh, an award-winning book. It was one of the top three Christian biographies for the year that it was published in 2018. So on the books that I have, I went ahead and put a sticker, but on the new books, uh, when it was published, I put the sticker as part of the cover. So it's, it's not a special one that you can rip off. <laughs> but the, the book I put, Mary knew being the name because there was a song, uh, Mary Did You Know? You remember that song that was very popular? And it's a beautiful song, but I, I was thinking to myself, yeah, she knew all that. Because I was reading in the ancient scriptures uh, called sacredtexts.com, where they have the sacred texts for all religions, a lot of the antique ones. And I thought, she knew everything that was going to happen. She was extremely famous in Jerusalem. Uh, she was famous throughout Galilee. Um, and uh, the information in here is from Apostle James. Apostle James was Joseph's youngest son. And being the youngest son, he evidently loved his mother, was very devastated when she died. And he lived in the home with Joseph. So he was still living in the home when Mary was there. And after they were married, he was in the home for a while. But he wrote his eyewitness testimony. <clears throat> and the testimony that he wrote, it says, I, James, wrote this history in Jerusalem when the disturbance was. I retired into a desert place until the death of Herod. And the disturbance ceased at Jerusalem. That which remains is that I glorify God, that he hath given me such wisdom to write unto you who are spiritual and to love God, to whom there be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. So he is the half-brother of Lord Jesus, or step-brother of Lord Jesus. There were several sons. I think there were three sons, and there was a daughter. I can't remember exactly how many children Joseph had at that I haven't read the book for a while. <laughs> In the book, it begins with um, parents, Joachim and Anna. And Joachim was um, a very successful man. He may have been perhaps one of the wealthiest men in Galilee. And he and his wife Anna had no children. She was considered barren. And all their life they prayed almost every day for children. And they had none, and they didn't know why. And one time when there was a celebration, I think it was a festival of lights in Jerusalem, 
<clears throat> excuse me, um, Joachim was called out by the high priest and said and told to never come back. He said, if you have no children, you must be cursed by God. And if you're cursed by God, you can't be in this temple. So he was removed from the temple and embarrassed because he'd gone to Jerusalem from Nazareth with his neighbors and friends, Mary, or not Mary, but Anna had stayed back in Nazareth. And she didn't know any of this was going on. And Joachim went into the record sections in Jerusalem and looked up all the famous people in, in the Jewish community. And every single one had children, at least one. And he said, the priest was right. I must be cursed. He was devastated and left Jerusalem. He went uh, to go with his uh, shepherds. He was a very wealthy man and that he had many herds of cattle herds of sheep, herds of goats. He had farmlands. Uh, he supplied many people. And I think every village back then had their own olive grove for oil and things, but he also owned some of those. And he knew the shepherds that he hired, and he only hired the best because he wanted the best, uh, treated him very well. They didn't know what happened in Jerusalem, which was probably good for him. But he stayed with them a few days, and then he went out into countryside. Um, I'm not sure. I don't think it was desert, but it was pretty barren. And prayed. And he said pray, prayer would be his food. And this is when an angel from the Lord came to him. And he was kind of shocked because thinking he was cursed, why would an angel come to him? You know, why would an angel come to me? I'm cursed. And the angel said, no, he was not cursed. He he was uh, to have a daughter, and he was just overjoyed. Finally, after all these years, he was an elderly man. I mean, his parent, uh, he and his wife died before Mary was uh, 13, 14 years old. Um, but the angel told him that the daughter would be named Mary. God named the child. And she was to be the savior of all man. Her son would be the savior of all mankind. And Joachim was thinking, this is my grandson who is going to be the savior of all mankind. And he was just overwhelmed. And the angel went on to tell him what she was to eat and what her living conditions would be like. She had to live in like a sanctuary room. She was not to have windows. She could not hear. She was not to hear any rabble-rousing, no profanity, no arguing. She wasn't to hear anything in the, in the public. Fortunately, he was a very wealthy man and had a big home, and he could build this. He had this sanctuary for her, and she was to live with her mother and father until the age of three. Everyone in Jerusalem knew about Mary and knew why she was born, knew what her what her goal would be in life. She was going to be the mother of the savior of mankind. And so everyone knew about her. Every priest in every temple in, in Galilee knew who she was. At age three, then she went to live in the temple and she lived in the temple of Jerusalem for over 10 years. Every day, angels visited her and every day they brought her food. 
she didn't eat normal food and I had don't know uh, James's testimony does not say what she ate but it must have been healthy food because otherwise they, why would they bring her something different from everybody else and uh, James said the temple had never been so popular ever ever everyone was flocking to the temple men you know men, women were allowed in, to see if they could see an angel Hopefully she would be walking someplace with her angels that they could see an angel because most people had never seen an angel. Mm -hmm. They were very popular, but she was the only female that was ever allowed in the Holy of Holies room. Um, and she stayed there 10 years, more than a decade actually. Um, she was about 14 when the high priest said, we have a lot of young ladies that came about the same time Mary did. and." They had to go back home and get married because they didn't want the females to go through menses uh, because it would defile the temple and they couldn't have that so all these young women had to get out of the temple and go home before they became women and they all did but mary and mary said um, i'm sorry but i can't uh, i can't go i can't get married and the high priest said why and she said, because I made a holy vow to God that I would never lie with a man. And she was very sincere. And a holy vow to God is something very special. So they had to quickly, before anything happened, before she became a woman, before she went through menses, they had to, had to find out how do we get her out of the temple. So there was lots of commerce. Uh, people in the community that were very wealthy and very knowledgeable and they were asked to come in and they had people all some of the best priests in, the, in Galilee they came in and they discussed and discussed and, and there were when they prayed for an answer from the Holy of Holies was a huge voice it wasn't loud it was like a whisper that everyone could hear it in the temple and it was for them to look in the Bible and they would find the answer and this happened twice and and then they they were went out to get uh, uh, men. They, they asked for widowers, not just every bachelor, but it was just for widowers to come and bring their staff with them. Because in, in the prophecy, it told about the staff and what was going to happen. So um, Joseph was one that was was told, you know, you've got to go to the temple. You've got to do this he didn't want to get married again this was some you know back then it wasn't it wasn't called some young chicky do but it was some young maiden from beautiful maiden from the temple and he he was an elderly man now joseph according to this you interpret this the only purpose joseph had was to provide legally a father for a baby and legally protect Mary. He was the protector. And she had made this holy vow, there would never be, you know, any sexual relations between them. Um, that was a given, which who knows what happened to Joseph or what his life was like. He, the stories about Joseph kind of disappeared through her life, but she, she did many things in the temple. She was taught how to weave all those huge temple draperies that were so ornate. 
the girls wove those. So she was uh, told to go to Joseph's home, and he said, well, I, I can't marry you right now because I've got this. He, he worked out of town. He was a contractor. Wasn't, he wasn't just someone that built little, little pieces of furniture and things like that, although he knew how, but he worked on huge buildings in some of the bigger cities at that region, from what I understand. So he was not going to be there. So Mary was left there. There was a, a housekeeper and James and, uh, and Mary. And there was information about what happened, uh, all the different things that happened when she went to see her cousin and uh, John the Baptist's mother. Um, There's a lot of things that happened before Joseph returned. But to, to go on with the story, um, there are many things in this story about Mary that you have never heard of before. And when the information is out there, you're going to say, why wasn't this put into the Bible? But if you do some research with the scholars, the scholars say the story about Mary wasn't put in the Bible because it was about Mary and not Jesus Christ. They wanted everything in the New Testament was to be about Jesus Christ. So it was left out. But it, it's a magnificent story. It's a beautiful story. It's not all sweet, wonderful little things because there's some major things that happened um, during her lifetime that were pretty terrible. And uh, I won't go into them, but there's some things that's not all good. Well, um, thank you. I think we're getting a little on our time here. Uh, if anyone wants to read more about the story, which I think we need to read, I read very new on the website in our uh, in the post of this video uh, as I go forward this week and tomorrow join us with uh, our last Monday she has another person who's going to tell us about tomorrow and how she achieved the life now so uh, we will see you tomorrow Irene and thank you for joining us on Sundays goodbye goodbye